police knew about Lindley's new boyfriend, Brandon Blackwell. In fact, a few months into their homicide investigation, they spoke to him. Lindley and I have definitely formed like a very special connection and she's the most amazing woman I've ever met. Brandon had gushed about Lindley, but by the summer of 2019, not everyone in town was as fond of her. Ben's brother Sam couldn't shake a nagging feeling that Lindley was hiding something. Finding out that she was in another relationship and publicly, you know, so soon after the murder was uh, a big red flag. It wasn't just her new relationship that bothered Sam. It was the way Lindley was making an effort to erase Ben from her life. That included selling the beloved family farm, Sam says, without even telling him. We were given notice that we had 30 days to leave. That's how you found out you had to leave? That's right. Moving was the toughest. She left all of my brother's belongings behind. She never returned to the property. She actually left all of his things there and abandoned them. Are these, in your mind, parlaying into could she have had something to do with Ben's death? That did cross our mind. Just to abandon the house and never look back, and now she's hooking up with this dude that, and she might be pregnant. I don't know if they said that earlier. I think they did. By now, even David, the friend she brought in to care for Ben's snakes, had become wary of Lindley. He felt betrayed when he discovered she was trying to sell Ben's prized anacondas, also without saying a word. She essentially had asked a, a friend of mine in the hobby to sell them or help relocate them. Without talking to you without talking to me and which, you've been spending months for free taking care of the animals um that definitely put me off lindley wanted to sell the snakes to ben's friend megan i got really nervous with it i was like what do i do i like i called dave immediately and he's like just kind of go along with it and see where she takes it megan had no intention of going through with the deal and when she walked away lindley blamed david for interfering he said she sent him a threatening text I just keyed in on like four words and one was lawyer, there was a phone number, and you should be ashamed of yourself. It was just so mean. Oh man, now she's getting, this dude just took care of the snakes all freaking summer and the whole time. And now she, <laughs> they went like did their own little sting to see if she would go through with selling this dude's snakes, her husband's. <laughs> the dude that was helping take care of all these snakes for months. If anything, she should have just let that dude have him or let him get rid of him himself because he knows all the connections and maybe split some money. But just straight up, <laughs> lawyers, you, you ruined my deal. Man, she gets crazy fast. Not the Lindley. He thought he knew it all. Are you starting to think that Lindley might be involved? Um, there was some suspicions um, just based on conversations and some other things. But Lindley's dad said there was nothing sinister about the way his daughter acted after Ben's murder. He believed she was just a widow trying to put her painful past behind her. She had no control over the sale of the farm, says Lindell. It was up to the trustee in charge of Ben's father's estate. And he says Lindley might have seemed distant to Ben's circle, but she was just trying to rebuild her life and raise her children. Did you think she was trying to help the kids cope with the loss of their dad? She was, but I was also. Them children had an emotional state of their own that had to have been taken care of. Plus, Lindley was dealing with her own personal drama that summer. Her once perfect relationship with Brandon, the man she'd had a child with after Ben's death, had turned toxic. Oh yeah, she did have a child with his dude. Oh, come on. You little... Or she had the dude killed. 
so she could hook up with this dude and get the money for the farm. But this dude maybe was actually a crazy, like, psycho dude. He had nothing to do with it. He, she just picked the wrong dude, and he just it was a nutcase after that fact. Hmm. 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 I know she did come to our house a couple of times because she was afraid of Brandon. Were you scared for Lindley? Yeah. I was scared for myself also. He's a pretty good-sized guy, and he'd already threatened to kick my ass, so... Had he been threatening Lindley? Not when I was there personally, but to the best of my understanding, yes. According to Lindley, Brandon didn't just threaten her. On one occasion, she told police he wouldn't let her and the children leave the house, and he put his hands on her. He was arrested for assault, and Lindley was granted an order of protection. But Brandon's attorney told us the assault never happened. He said Brandon never laid his hands on Lindley, nor did he threaten her dad. Brandon was released, and Lindley says he still wouldn't leave her alone. <laughs> it's funny. Now they're showing more and more pictures of her, like, looking crazier, like with less makeup and different outfits. So is she... Oh, man. Depends what time of day you see of this girl. Kind of can look super wholesome and nice. And now she's looking a little uh, mischievous with a crazy eye. And uh, maybe she's making up all of this crap. And uh, she probably manipulates everybody. She's probably lying this guy to other... Maybe she lied to this guy saying her other husband was beating her or something. And that turns out to be not true. And this dude realizes she's crazy, tries to break it off. But she uh, starts making stuff up. Who freaking knows but we're about to find out connie sullivan is an attorney lindley hired after brandon was accused of violating the terms of the court order he began truly stalking her texting her 150 times a day his own mother called the police called lindley and said get out get out get out he's on his way to your house he says he's in your backyard he says he's going to sleep in your driveway lindley told connie that brandon terrorized her for weeks he ended up going to jail for felony stalking, an allegation he denied. There wasn't a snake in that facility more venomous than Brandon Blackwell, and he was controlling and determined to run her life. The whole Brandon situation, dreadful as it sounds, didn't seem to have any connection to Ben Rennick's murder. But when investigators heard about it, it gave them an idea. Brandon had been so taken with Lindley the first time they interviewed him, he hadn't offered much. But now that things had soured, they thought maybe he'd say more. Boy, were they right. My information is out of the horse's mouth. Okay. And by the horse, you mean Lindley? Or... We'll get to that. Okay. So now they got the uh, new boyfriend who had a kid with her after the death of her husband. And uh, now they're re-interviewing him from... He's in jail for uh, stalking her. So we don't know if he's about to tell the truth because he wants out of jail. He could be lying, or he's. I think he's just gonna tell us straight up exactly what happened. In January 2020, Lindley Rennick was emerging from a fresh trauma. Her boyfriend Brandon was in jail on charges of felony stalking. Was there some relief with Lindley that he was behind bars? Yeah, Lindley was in a very vulnerable spot, and he knew that. But if Lindley thought her troubles with Brandon were over, she was wrong. He was about to detonate a major bomb in her life. He agreed to sit down with the investigators working the Ben Rennick case. Brent, 
Yes, sir. Your dad gave me a call today and said that you wanted to talk to us. Yeah. Brandon told the investigators the very thing they were hoping to hear, that he had vital information about the case. Brandon felt Lindley had blown their disputes out of proportion and was making up lies about him. She's got him convinced that I'm this evil, savage human, and I'm the farthest thing from that. The investigators promised to work with him if he helped them solve the case they'd been working for years, Ben's murder. My information is out of the horse's mouth. Okay. The whole situation. Brandon says as their relationship progressed, he wondered if Lindley knew more about Ben's death than she was saying. I just, you know, just had a really odd, strange feeling about it, and just little stories weren't right, and so, yeah, I kind of kept poking her about it, and, you know, it was like, just laid out, like, you know, if it's going to go anywhere, you know, I need to know what really happened. He said Lindley eventually agreed to talk. They were in a cabin on vacation. She put their cell phones in another room. Whoa, boy. Why, why did she she's, I mean, she's just paranoid. You know, I just thought you guys were listening in on it. You uh-huh. know, and just not, you know, you watch on TV. Yeah. It's real and what's not, so. Brandon already knew that Lindley and Ben's marriage had been far from perfect. As it turns out, Ben was still alive when Brandon and Lindley first hooked up. She'd been cheating. She told Brandon the marriage was all but over. Oh, boy, you little hussy. You little hussy. Ben was getting to the point where he was going to leave her. She was sucking money out of him for her business, and their just relationship didn't, wasn't going well. What he said next was an explosive allegation. Oh, wait, wait, before that, I hold up. Remember at the beginning of the episode, yeah, she has some business. He must have been making a lot of dough because she had, like, uh, this big business. And it looked like it was high-end, nice uh, um, hairdressing salon with all the latest uh, equipment and chairs and stuff. And <laughs> very expensive. <laughs> and it didn't look like she did too much to maintain the business. So uh, I don't know how profitable it was or if uh, what the deal with it was. But I forgot about that. Oh, let's see how much time did she have for that business. <laughs> She's cheating in the... Maintaining a fake snake relationship. Brandon told investigators Lindley was so worried Ben would take the kids from her, she decided to do something drastic. She hatched a plot to kill him. Yep, she's, yes, I knew it. According to Brandon, no, I didn't, Lindley was Ben's sense. killer. And now, sitting in jail, accused of stalking, he said he was done keeping her secrets. Whatever she ended up, I could get to at this point. Yeah. What she's put me through. And there was more to the story, a lot more. He said Lindley didn't do it alone. She roped in an old boyfriend, someone she dated before marrying Ben. He worked odd jobs and had a history with drugs. His name was Michael Humphrey. How did she get Michael to get on board with this? And this dude looks shady. He's a skinny looking uh, a little... Uh, he's got like one of those little white trashy mustaches and uh, Jesse James or... Uh, Billy the Kid, you know, when they showed, like, the, the the typical shots, the black and white ones, be the be from one of that times. But he looks shady either way. But, so she roped in this other dude, huh? This is getting crazy. Based on his past, it's probably not I can manipulate him. Stuff. He kind of owed her that. Owed Lindley, Brandon said, because Michael had gotten her hooked on painkillers. She didn't mention paying him to do it or anything like that? You as think maybe? I know, there was no money involved. On the day of the murder, he told investigators Michael picked Lindley up at her spa and together they drove out to the farm. 
And then it was Lindley who grabbed the gun and marched into the facility. Ben's in there, you know, cleaning whatever up against that back wall, and um, she walks in with the gun, and Ben's like, what the f*** are you doing? And she just shoots him a bunch of times and then leaves. Did she ever break down when she was telling the story, or just non-emotional, like? Pretty non-emotional, yeah. It wasn't, a, wasn't like a remorseful, like... Almost like he deserved it and he made her do it type deal. Yeah, I mean, it's, she just snaps in her head, like, and makes up her mind, like... Lindley may not have been remorseful, but Brandon said he was. Now, hold on. So he's telling the story, so... He's retelling what she told him. If he's telling the truth, and she... Like, you would think that she would at least make it out that that ex-boyfriend was the one who pulled the trigger, you know? At least, and she didn't know. You would think she would at least lie about that. The, the fact that she told him straight up that it was him that pulled, or that she pulled the trigger, that she admitted herself to pulled the trigger that many times, eight times or whatever amount, and the other guy was just there. That's pretty crazy. That you would think she would lie to him about who really did it, but if she, if he's telling, you know what I mean. <laughs> that living with a secret like that for more than two years hadn't been easy. You know, ever since I found this stuff out, it's been in my head every day. Just, you know, as a man and a, a human that values things, what should I do? And I, it's been hard. And Why do you think she told you? Like, I know you said because you were asking, but why do you think she trusted you to tell you? I guess, I don't know. I just came off as trustworthy. You know, she just thought she could get away with or, you know, and I think just the way I presented it to her, like, that I wasn't going to, and didn't for a long time, you know. So I believe him so far. Bother me like it Big should. time. Turns out what Brandon was saying made a lot of sense to the investigators. Unbeknownst to the public, they'd been looking hard at Lindley for a long time. And if Lindley had anything to do with this, I want her sitting in that seat. So That's where she deserves to be. They got a warrant, and three days later, Lindley and her old boyfriend, Michael, were arrested and charged with Ben's murder. For Ben's brother, Sam, the news was a long time coming. How do you get word that Lindley has been arrested? They let me know the morning of that it was going to happen. And um, it was a huge relief knowing that there was going to be finally be some justice. And I this other guy, he was definitely just happy to be hanging out with her again, and... Uh, he was probably just going along for whatever she was going to tell him to do. I don't know, but if she if he didn't pull the trigger, I think maybe she brought him along to frame him. She probably brought this idiot along to frame him. But she told this guy he pulled the trigger. That throws me off a lot. You would think she would even lie about that, but so yeah, so she's been manipulating this other dude. He he's just happy to hang out. She's just out of his league. I would say. Oh my god, I just broke down. I just like. It can't be real. This is real. It just shook our world. Lindley's family and friends thought her arrest was all wrong. They were quite certain she was innocent and that not a shred of Brandon's story was true. Do you believe Brandon Blackwell is a liar? Without a doubt, he's definitely a liar. Coming up. You believe Brandon going to the police with this accusation about Lindley was all an act of revenge? Revenge and in order to get a deal and get out of jail.
Lindley Rennick was under arrest, charged with the murder of her husband, Ben. Her father couldn't believe it. Well, I thought, this is crazy. This can't be happening. Just, you know, I knew it wasn't true. How did you find out? She called me up, said, Dad, they're arresting me. Come and get the grandkids. Lyndall Gallatin says the daughter he raised could never have killed anyone, never mind the man her two eldest children called Dad. The children are... She would do anything to protect them kids and to take care of them. That was what she lived for. He says she's a soft-hearted person who always made a habit of following the rules. She bumped into another car, a van. Well, she immediately called the police to report it. The, the people in the other van said, no, 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 we don't need to do this. You didn't do any harm. There's no damages. But she called anyways because she knew that was the right thing to do. And it wasn't just Lindley's loved ones who felt the police had it wrong. EMT D. Wassman, who'd been at the scene the day Ben was killed, didn't buy it either. Oh, boy, yeah. Busybody, nosy lady, EMT lady, self-important. <laughs> no, I would rather have her any day than these the cops at the beginning of the episode. These cops were like Keystone cops. Uh, I don't want to mean, even if they don't have many murders, this is the way they were like, shoot the snake. <laughs> shoot the snake. If anything moves, I'm going to kill that son of a bitch. So, they haven't mentioned much about the bullets. Uh, so they must be, uh, but they said they've had a lot of things going on behind the scenes. So the cops know a lot that they're not telling us. They finally arrested her and we're back to EMT lady. Let's see what she knows. When I found out that Lindley had been arrested, I called her defense attorney and told them I did not think Lindley was guilty and that if I could help in any way. So this girl, lady, young woman has tricked every, manipulated everybody for a long time. And just how weird as soon as your brain switches to that crazy side. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, but because she, she maintained, she let, seemed like she lived a very busy life. I forgot about these kids. They haven't mentioned the kids much. At the very minimum, she manipulated this dude to kill for her, the ex ex boyfriend. And the maximum, I think she pulled the trigger. She told the dude she pulled the trigger. And uh, she didn't point the finger even behind the scenes when she thought no one was looking. She didn't point the finger to this guy. So this guy, I think they're going to get into it. But <laughs> so we got the EMT lady back. And uh, she's calling defense attorneys and getting her face everywhere. But anyways, the point is that this this uh, she's been manipulating the whole way, guys and girls. To please contact me. Remember, Dee is the person who told Lindley that Ben was dead. You're basing this on your experience with her at the scene yes and what was it about her that day that you felt compelled all that time later to make that phone call she was genuine there was something about her that i just could never get out of my head me dusty brashler was also in lindley's camp she's an investigator for the missouri state public to for the first time in the county jail what's your first impression of lindley i mean i was like her I mean, I've, I've met with a lot of people accused of a lot of different crimes, and it just was, it felt off. It felt wrong. To Dusty, Lindley was an unusually straightforward client. I would ask questions. She would answer them. She never held back. She, she was an open book. It was easy to get information out of her. 
As Dusty dug into this case, she came to believe that Brandon was an angry ex-boyfriend who hoped to get out of jail, whatever it took. We requested his phone calls, his jail phone calls. The whole time he's saying, I'm gonna make some journalist's career. I'm gonna f up Lindley's life, excuse my language, but he said he's going to ruin her. Lindley's defense provided dozens of those calls to Dateline. While many are mundane, some make no bones about how Brandon felt about Lindley. No, she's gonna be sitting in prison and that baby's gonna be mine. This is what's gonna happen. It's all time to burn that bitch. I mean, that's about all I know to do. He's just mad at So he said, I'll burn that bitch. Those kids are gonna be mine. Just wait. He sounds like an ignorant dude too, but uh, this is the current boyfriend that she had after her husband was murdered by her or some other dude. But this is a dude that's in prison for, she framed or said was stalking her. So I don't know if she framed him or she really was or it's a combination of both. But uh, she's manipulating even this defense attorney. This defense attorney would probably go to take a bullet for her. Same with the other EMT lady. This, what? She's a master manipulator. I'll give you that. The world saying he's going to screw her life up. I want to watch Lindley's ass melt up there on the stand. Dusty said the calls suggest that Brandon would have said anything to get out. Get the f out of this mess. Good, bad, ugly. Connie Sullivan, the attorney who Lindley hired to guide her through her stalking case with Brandon, agrees. You believe Brandon going to the police with this accusation about Lindley was all an act of revenge? Revenge and in order to get a deal and get out of jail. He'd just been told he was bond until his trial date, which could easily have been six months away. Connie says Brandon had been threatening to point the finger at Lindley for some time. Lindley even documented it when she applied for her orders of protection against Brandon. When their relationship ended, two years to the day after Ben's death, he threatened that if she took his child to go to the police and tell them that she'd murdered Ben, well, yeah, she's taking his kids. What do you expect? I mean, this guy sounds like a real winner slime ball himself, but I mean, this chick's about to take his kids. Even if you didn't think that, you, I mean, that's just something you would say in a conversation. Oh, I'll tell him you killed him, but yeah, I mean, you're going to pull out whatever you can if she's certain. I mean, relationships are already toast. You say some crazy stuff, I think. Whether you, whether you mean it or not, that's, uh, I think she, uh, manipulated this lady too. She was very open about that from the beginning. She made numerous police reports, all stating that that was one of his threats. And she testified to it under oath in front of two different judges. Oh, under oath. Attorney says he never stalked Lindley and was talking to police because he was upset about sitting in jail for something he didn't do. But if Lindley exactly. committed murder, Connie says, wouldn't she have scrapped the stalking case against Brandon to keep him quiet? Connie thinks the investigators bought Brandon's story way too quickly. I must say that they just swallowed it all hook, line, and sinker. They didn't investigate his motive to lie. They didn't listen to his jail phone calls. The Missouri State Highway Patrol said at this time they can't comment on the case. Connie feels they should never have charged Lindley in the first place. I was an assistant prosecutor for 10 years. I like to think I have a, a certain amount of being able to tell Lindley is not a murderer. So she says she's been a prosecutor, attorney, whatever, for, for
for 10 years. And the other lady seemed a hard news attorney, defense lady. She said she tried a billion cases and this one's the only one, the only ones that's rang that doesn't seem right. I mean, whoo, she's manipulating everybody. I know I keep saying that, but holy moly, it's just surprising because I believe this lady thinks she's right too. <laughs> I think maybe I'm buying that line hook, line and sinker too, though. Maybe I am. Maybe I am. I think I'm getting tunnel vision. What, what is it about Lindley? What's her, why do you have a soft spot for her? You know, there's sometimes you meet somebody and you just click. Lindley was that kind of warm, open person. We hit it off. And she never lied to me. So what do you say to anyone who says, she's playing you? That, that's what they think, and I understand why they think that, but it's not true. What do you say to anyone who says, this woman is clearly a cold-hearted snake, and this is all about... Uh, this is the other lady. Defensive. I mean, I say you're entitled to your opinion. Look at this. You know, I'm in deep in this case, and I'm not comfortable saying that about someone unless it's been proven. Wow. Prosecutors were ready to take their best shot at that. And they would tell the jury a very different story about Lindley. One about a devious, conniving woman who tried to kill her husband not once, but twice. Twice? We got 20 minutes left and uh, they're introducing more stuff, huh? They didn't waste 20 minutes at the beginning of the snake stuff. We'd be cruising along right now. But, uh, twice, huh? How else did she try to kill this guy, I wonder? On December 6, 2021, Lindley Rennick went on trial for Ben's murder. His brother Sam had been waiting for this day for years. We were definitely ready for this. and We needed to seek justice for Ben. We needed to see it through. But what Sam was not prepared to hear was how diabolical the crime actually was. The prosecutor said Lindley didn't just pull her old boyfriend into the plot to murder Ben. She roped in the manager of her spa, too, seen here in this promotional video for the business. Hi, Ashley. I'm the spa manager. Ashley Shaw was the state's star witness. She was an employee of Lindley's who was given immunity for her cooperation. And, and you did ultimately participate in attempting to kill Ben Rennick yourself, did you not? I did. Ashley said that leading up to the murder, Lindley had been confiding in her about troubles with Ben, fighting, emotional abuse. She says Lindley even said one day he sexually assaulted her while she slept. When she told you this, what was your reaction? Um, I was shocked and felt sorry for her. Um, Kind of hurt for her, I guess. She said Lindley told her she had to get away from Ben, but if she divorced him, he had the money and resources to take away her kids. She didn't really think of any other option and that she asked if um, I could help her with murdering him. She regrets it now, but Ashley said she agreed to help. What? Oh my goodness. So now the, uh... So I guess she did work at the salon, at least. <laughs> I'm proven wrong on that one. Uh, at least she is putting some hours in. So long. Wow. So she, this lady said she'd help murder her. So she's manipulating, manipulating her. <laughs> okay. So look at all this evidence right now. This is nuts. Why would you help your boss try to kill her husband? Um, I think I felt sorry for her. Um, it was a surreal situation, so it's kind of hard to explain what I was feeling at the time. But it According to Ashley, Surreal. Ben wasn't Lindley's original plan for murdering him. Uh -oh. 
She said first, Lindley tried to poison him with pills. About a week before Ben's murder, Ashley said she got a handful of prescription painkillers and gave them to Lindley, who then mixed them into Ben's protein shake. She called me and said that he was very sick all night, threw up, um, but he was still alive. Ashley said after that plan failed, she and Lindley tracked down Lindley's old boyfriend, Michael. Then, Michael and Lindley headed out to the farm to confront Ben. Do you recall about what time of day it was that she left the spot? It was afternoon, two to three, somewhere around that time frame. Ashley also said Lindley asked her to provide an alibi. She said Lindley had intentionally left her phone at the spa. So while Michael and Lindley were on their way to the farm, Ashley used Lindley's Facebook account to send Ben a message. Just said, I'm not feeling well, I'm going to lay down, I think is what it said. Can you pick the kids up from school? Ashley didn't know exactly how the shooting happened at the farm. Well, hold up. So now she has this other lady roped in to help out. She's alibying for her. She's admitting that she tried to kill the husband once already with sleeping pills or whatever pills she mixed in. The dude ended up just getting sick and puking all night and not dying. So she tried to kill this guy herself. She admitted it twice to two different people. That she, One, she tried to kill this guy. The other boyfriend, after the fact... She told in that hotel room that she was the one who pulled the trigger. She has all these people roped in right now. When Lindley and Michael returned to the spa, she said Lindley made a beeline for the shower. She asked me to scrub her body and her hands really well, and she washed her whole body. She said Lindley initially told her that Michael had been the shooter, but later admitted she was the one who'd shot Ben. She said that Michael got... Uh, too nervous or didn't want to do it and so he handed her the gun and she actually killed him again she told two different people that she was the person behind the scenes see she's a hundred percent in my head the one who did this pulled the trigger everything about it she pulled the trigger she manipulated everybody around her and this dude's are long for the ride so far. She took a shower at the salon. She wouldn't do that unless she she was the one who pulled the trigger. But like, here we go. Ashley wasn't the only spawn employee from that video who said she knew about the murder before it happened. What? Employee Rachel Hunt told the jury Lindley had confided details to her as well. What did she tell you? Her and Michael Humphreys, Lindley and Michael Humphreys were going to take a gun and go see Ben, and they said they were going to murder him. Could these ladies have stopped this murder from the... Holy crap, could have these ladies stopped them? These women, the pill one, whatever, you probably might just think, uh-huh. But to say she's actually going to get the dude, bring him over there with a gun, and you guys don't tell no... And, told, you guys don't tell nobody? Now I'm talking like the, the police in Missouri. Holy moly, dude. How many times? She manipulated a million people. There's a million people who could have said something. She tried to kill him once. She's going over there. There's at least two, three people, three different people know minimum that she's going over there with there. This is this nuts. Spa? They could have. Anyone could have stopped this murder by calling 911, but uh, they did not. To tell the jury what actually happened at the farm, the prosecution called their surprise witness. Call your next witness, Michael Humphrey. Michael Humphrey? Michael and Lindley had been arrested for the He's murder the at the old same boyfriend. time. 
But now Michael was going to point the finger directly at Lindley. In his orange uniform, he told the jury he hadn't seen her in six or seven years when she showed up at his house and asked him to help kill Ben. The, initially, I thought she was just exaggerating some, you know. Did, did, did you respond? Um, I told him that, that that was crazy. But then he said he ended up going with Lindley to the farm anyway. He said she told him she'd changed her mind about the murder and just needed support while she collected her things. Why would you help her in this manner? I thought that was going to be a, a peaceful resolution. So, at the minimum, this dude, he, he's probably just happy she's bringing him back in his life after six years because she's pretty attractive, especially compared to this dude. <laughs> so, that's what I'm guessing at the minimum, but... So he's going along, hey, I'm not going to kill him. Like every, if anybody's seen Goodfellas when um, Henry's all worried they're going to kill uh, what Maury. Uh, and then he's all nervous, and all of a sudden De Niro's like, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. So he's like, he lets his guard down. Oh, phew, okay, I don't have to worry, I'm going to kill Maury tonight. So he, he, this dude's going to kill this, going along for the ride, thinking that she's he's just there in case things you know an argument breaks out she's going to get her stuff because they're getting divorced so he's just there as kind of mediator According to michael he picked lindley up after 2 p.m on june 8th a charge on her card showed they got gas on the way to the farm when they arrived he said lindley told ben a cover story about michael being a high school friend who wanted to see his snakes what is his reaction or can you see what his reaction is he, he was just i guess Momentarily hesitant as to, you know, just randomly showing up there, but was like, fine, that's fine, come on in. Michael said he had just walked inside when he heard the first shot. I was looking at a whole lot of snakes, um, and then I heard a shot come out, um, which inside there was extremely loud, so I kind of ducked a little bit. I looked down through there, and she was at the end of the um, corridor, posed up like this with a gun. He said he ducked out the door as Lindley continued to fire shots into Ben. She comes out the door. I'm still standing there. She runs around to the uh, passenger side of the car and uh, starts screaming at me to, to, to drive, basically. The prosecutor said remarkably Lindley hadn't promised Michael a dime for his help with the murder. She hadn't offered Ashley or Rachel anything either. The prosecutor also told the jury that before the murder, Lindley was cheating not only with Brandon, but with this man who was in charge of advertising <laughs> the spa. When did your relationship become sexual, if you recall? Around December of 2016, something like that. With all this testimony about Lindley's deceptions and so many first-hand accounts of her role in the murder, the case against her looked formidable. But defense attorneys Tim Hessman and Catherine Berger said all was not what it seemed. Right off the bat, I sort of said to myself, this is all witnesses. There's no DNA, there's no fingerprints. No gunshot residue either. Lindley's hands had been tested after the murder and they were clean. They said the state's theory of motive just wasn't true. It's been said that Lindley was afraid because Ben had all the money, that he would be able to put up a big fight for the kids and that she... Hold up. Are we, or am I about to get really angry? This, this, this episode everyone's making excuses for this girl are, are am i the only one's not or am i the only one seeing this where i don't think there's any gray area she manipulated all of these people they all covered up and they're still giving this chick the benefit of the doubt 
that she was the one to pull the trigger. She she took a shower after they th- there's witnesses that say she took a shower at the place. There's there's that's there's your residue. The other dude just uh, you can tell the other guy. Everyone's telling the truth but her. He could lose out. That I don't think ever entered Lindley's mind. She said, "No, my mom was a social worker. I know how this works. It takes a lot for courts to be willing to take kids away from their parents when those parents love them and are competent caretakers. The defense said the whole case against Lindley was based on the words of three people who had very good reasons to lie. They thought the police leaned on Ashley in particular. Why would three different people lie? Three different people who don't even know each other. The boyfriends. Well, the two workers, I guess, know each other, but they know of different instances and what is going on here. Here is a woman that is inside of a interrogation room with no attorney who's 29 years old and is told expressly, if you continue to help Lenley Rennick and you do not help us, you're not going to leave this room. Bullshit. who in that situation would not tell the police anything they wanted to hear. What are you talking Michael, about? who'd already been tried and convicted for Ben's murder months earlier, was getting a reduced sentence for his testimony. Instead of life without parole, he now has a chance to get out. Hold up. This guy's in for a life... They, they, they're they glossing right over this stuff. I'm looking how much time is left. <laughs> this guy's... In the, what? How bad were his attorneys? I've seen people... You know, get 30, 40 years for straight up murdering people. This guy's in right now without his reduced sentence for telling the truth. He's in for life without a chance parole. And all he's gambling for, all the only thing he would get out of this was a chance to get parole before he dies. This is just, how does this guy already in jail for his entire life? And there's so much, look, all those other witnesses. Let's say he really did it. I mean, I've seen so many good attorneys get people off and for a much much more obvious crimes this guy's already this is what's gonna get me mad hold up hide the women and children in hopefully we'll not die in there but how would they explain lindley's gas station stop shortly before the murder or ashley's phony facebook message to ben the defense said that the truth was that lindley did know more about the murder than she told police that she'd lied to them but they said she had not killed her husband. Lindley was about to tell that story to the jury herself. Coming up. Michael turned around and I saw a gun in his hands and then I heard shots. Lindley testifies that Michael killed Ben. Will it convince the jury? I think that she put on a heck of a show up there. And then Lindley sits down to face our questions. Got what feeling was right. This isn't gonna end the way I like. So she's about to go on a stand in her own defense. The brother just said he's put on quite a show. This, this, I don't even think she's about to put on a good show just by this little clip of her little meeker face. All the other times she's been talking, she looks believable and is kind of pulling it off. But dude, she, I cannot believe this guy is in jail. For, you know, usually in, even a hitman for hire cases, you know, one or the other, the wife, husband or wife doesn't get in that. I mean, they get in lots of trouble, you know, 40 years sometimes, 20, but 
this guy's in for life without parole and he wasn't even the one to pull the trigger he's just a kind of a dumbo probably didn't have money to get a good attorney but the fact that she's still pulling the wool over all these people's eyes this is crazy is it just me am i i'm starting to doubt myself <laughs> somebody tell me in the messages and it, there's a comment i think in spotify somebody tell me i'm about to get angry Lindley Rennick had a lot to answer for. The prosecutor said she'd had affairs, lied to the police, and shot her husband eight times. Yes. So the courtroom was buzzing when Lindley took the stand. Can you please introduce yourself to the jury? Hi, I'm Lindley Rennick. In her soft voice, Lindley admitted that yes, she'd gone to the farm with Michael the afternoon Ben was killed. But her intention wasn't to end his life. It was to end their marriage. Why were you really there? Bullshit. She she told the, the employee. She told the employee who was on the stand that she was going to shoot him with the other dude. At the minimum, I knew she didn't pull the trigger. Which to ask did. Ben for a divorce. You weren't going to kill Ben? No. Bullshit. She said there was never any murder plot. Her marriage to Ben was in shambles and she'd been involved with other men. She wasn't proud of that. Do you regret it? Yes. And she said she did not want Ben dead. She claimed the poisoning story wasn't true. That she and Ben both drank a bad protein shake a week before the murder. Oh, come on. Bad protein shake. You know what protein shakes do you? The bad ones? <laughs> they give you protein farts. Did you get sick? Yes. Lindley also said she'd only asked Michael to come with her to the farm because she was afraid of how Ben might react. And she said she was absolutely floored when Michael pulled out a gun. Lindley's testimony was that he was the one responsible for Ben's death. She already said it to the other employee before she was on her way, which was stupid enough in itself that she didn't call the cops to say that she said she was going to go over there and kill. Before she went over there, people knew. Someone's making something up either way. Somebody would have known whether the story was fake or not. Michael turned around, and I saw a gun in his hands, and then I heard shots ring out, and I screamed, and I ran outside. And then I heard more shots go off, and everything just went numb. She said she was in total shock and denial as they drove back to the spa. I mean, I didn't know what had happened. That wasn't even... A thought that was in my mind at that point that Ben was dead or could be dead. Lindley said it was only later when she got a call from her kid's school that she realized Ben might really be hurt. Is this when that... What? That doesn't make any sense. That right there... For lack of a better word, fantasy that nothing had happened started to crack for you. Yes. I just started to panic because Ben wouldn't not pick the kids up. But to the prosecutor, Lindley's story sounded preposterous. If you're willing to lie to Very. the police about such a vital matter, why should these jurors now believe you? I was lying to protect myself and I told a lot of really awful lies just to do that. All I can do now is just sit up here and tell the truth. 
Plus, she said Michael threatened her so she'd keep her mouth shut. Her dad says she had good reason to be afraid. This was not a threat. This was a promise. You feel like he could kill her? Oh, I feel like he would, definitely, most definitely. When it came time to deliberate, Lindley's defense team knew the jurors had options. First-degree murder could mean life in prison for Lindley, whereas a conviction for second-degree murder could mean she'd be out in as few as 10 years. 10 years. She's going to get 10 years maximum for this. That alone is going to enrage me. (laughs) The jury deliberated for almost 12 hours, then sent the judge a message. A verdict had been reached. We, the jury, find the defendant, Lindley Rennick, guilty of murder in the second degree. What was her reaction in court? She just shocked. She crumbled. Next, the jury gave the judge a recommendation for sentencing. The judge accepted it. Lindley got 13 years for the murder, plus three on a related charge for a total of 16 years behind bars. Her dad was despondent. With the health problems I got, uh, I don't know whether I'll be alive when she gets out. But Ben's loved ones thought the sentence wasn't nearly enough. It seems like in the state of Missouri, a life is worth 13 years at best. We were hoping for first-degree murder. Why do you think she didn't get first-degree murder? I think that she put on a heck of a show. Oh, my gosh. 13 years, three for lying. And that was a recommendation. Wow. Can you guys? I mean... I feel like maybe I'm not alone because this is just weird. Why Dateline isn't making a bigger deal? This is just such a baloney. Look, they even brought up the other guy again since he they he got life, dude. The other guy got life, and she was definitely in my mind the one who did the whole thing. She said it twice to two different people. So many things. At the minimal inputs. They don't even think she was the one who pulled the trigger. That enrages me enough. Lindley says she wasn't putting on a show, not on the stand, or to us when we visited her at this maximum security women's prison north of St. Louis. We wanted to hear her story firsthand. She told us she had no motive whatsoever to want Ben dead. Out of everybody here, I had the most to lose. Why did you have the most to lose? Liar. I mean, I lost everything with with Ben dying. Lindley said she went to the farm to ask Ben for a divorce, but messages she sent him earlier that day didn't seem like they came from an unhappy wife. Why did you send Ben nude photos that day if you were planning on going there to talk to him about separating? She sent him nude photos on her way. This just shows you how crazy this lady is. And she brought a dude with her at the minimum. To, as a backup to take her things back. This dude just happened to pull out a gun. And the, and the person she worked with happened to know that was going to happen at a separate time. This, 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 this. I, uh, I don't have a very healthy relationship with sex or my body. And it is very much a way... And in that moment was a way to put Ben in a good mood and make him happy. How would that continue to make him happy? It wouldn't continue to make him happy, but you've never tried to soften the blow? Not like that, no. Okay. I'm even going to give her a benefit of the doubt. Um, She sent a nude picture to break the ice or kind of 
lighten the mood so he wasn't angry. I'll I'll give her that. And it's shown that she really did send the picture. <laughs> I'll give her that's the reason. Why she felt she needed to bring someone with her to the farm. Why did you bring Michael with you? Since Ben and I's marriage was kind of falling apart and everything had kind of started escalating with him being a little bit more controlling and physical. Ashley had told me that she wanted me to have somebody that would be there with me and so that nothing would get out of hand. But then why would Michael shoot Ben? I don't know. Somebody told me they thought that maybe Michael was high and maybe Ben said something across to him. Right, I can't take any. I can't, I can't take anymore. You guys, you guys, you guys can listen to the rest. I can't listen to this garbage anymore. I, this is just too much for me. <laughs> I just am so angry that the other dude got life pretty, and she's getting thirteen years, and she's always. I mean, there's so much, so much pointing the fingers, and the other guy. There's enough to throw a shade to give the other guy a big-time reduced sentence. I mean, come on. The other guy's just happy to get parole, and they still don't believe him. <laughs> or the other two hairdresser people, or the other boyfriend. And uh, I can't listen. So you guys have a good day. I'll say goodbye at the end here in three minutes, but uh, I can't take it. I don't know. <laughs> You're the, the common denominator here between Michael and Ben. You brought Michael to the snake facility that day. Not to kill him, though. <laughs> did you ask him why did you kill him? No. It just seems to me like you would want to know why or that there was a reason. Have you ever experienced any sort of trauma that just absolutely unearthed every part of the life that you have? to where you don't know the ground that you stand on or the air that you breathe. Did you have, you have you ever experienced that? Because if you well, haven't, look, I, if, I don't know. Okay. I, if you haven't, I don't know that anybody would understand. Why didn't you call 911? Why didn't you run in to help them? I ran away. I mean, I heard gunshots and I ran away. I, I, I honestly, I don't know anybody who hears gunshots and runs to it. Michael, of course, is already serving. Hold up. Yeah, yeah. If that was your husband or wife or girlfriend or boyfriend or anybody you knew, my dog, I'm running to the shots. Maybe I can do something to help. Especially, I don't know where the gunshots. Maybe it's the other guy shooting at the dude I brought with me. And this dude's gonna pay. Having a life sentence for his role in the murder. Did you kill Ben? I did not kill Ben. Did you have Michael kill Ben for you? I did not have Michael kill Ben. I never wanted Ben dead. We also pointed out that four people no, you just implicated told her in the plot. Are you saying that all four people in this case were lying? Then Michael, the jury did. Brandon, Ashley, Rachel, all telling lies. Yes. And what do you say to anyone who says, you know, it's kind of hard to believe that all four people would, I, who, who, some, some don't even know each other. I can see how that would be hard and, you know, but having walked through it and lived it and seeing the motives and the threats and intentions behind everyone, I don't think it's that hard. And then there was the matter of Sam. 
Why had she pointed the finger at him if she knew for a fact that he was innocent? I mean, when I tell you everybody around me, even people that I didn't know, were sending me messages saying that Sam did it, and I just... But you knew he didn't. I didn't make the right choice. I can't take that back, and that was just a really ugly thing to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. So, yeah, so at the minimum, she knew that her, wink, wink, but at the minimum, she knew the dude she brought with her had shot and killed him. And she knew how much heat his brother was taking. And she did nothing to help change that. So, I mean, there's so many things. The jury totally bite, line, and sinker. Hook, line, and sinkered. I just so frustrating. I mean, even without that, the other fact that the other guy's getting so much time. Holy crap. I mean, this crap, crap, crap. I mean, none of this matters. They're asking her now because, I mean, she, 13 years she gets plus, I mean, you always hear the good behavior. She'll probably get out in probably seven, seven years, I bet. I bet she's out in seven to nine years. Got it. I feel awful. <laughs> Ben's family and friends say the reality is that a snake didn't kill him, but a cold-hearted snake killed him, and that cold-hearted snake is here. Aware. I don't have any response or reply to that, and it doesn't change my conscience and knowing that you have none. I didn't kill Ben and I never wanted him dead. Lindley's eldest son and the daughter she had with Ben are being raised by her family. Brandon is raising the son he had with Lindley. All charges against him, including felony stalking, were dropped after Lindley's conviction. And Sam? He has no parents to lean on and no family farm to go home to. It's in the hands of new owners. Still, Sam is resilient. He's made a home of his own. You have had a life of tragedy. There's been a lot of tragedy, yes. It is what it is. You know, we've uh, been through a lot, but I'm here. We made it, and we have to move forward. That's all for this edition of Dateline. I hope you'll join me this Sunday at 9, 8 central for an NBC News special. Later, Lester. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for hosting us. Whoo, that was a crazy episode. I give it an 8 overall. The first 25 minutes, they they yanked our chain with the snake story. We knew that wasn't going down. They could have spent a lot more uh, angles on the on the dad who killed himself and who had shady business ties. But in the end, it was her. And this whole story, they should, I mean, that is just crazy. They should have, almost could have put more time on the trial because uh, what didn't what didn't that jury see? I mean, so many people. So they're saying all four of those people were lying, and she was the only one telling the truth. Man, she had everybody hoodwinked. The two, three defense attorneys, her parents. I mean, loved ones. Her co-workers, they all lined. One knew the poison story. One knew she got on her way with the kill him story with a gun. So much. And she gets only 13 years. They didn't even think she was the main part. They think the other guy killed her. <laughs> oh, freaking infuriating. Whoo, man. I bet. But we're going to try to keep this as current as we can. So thank you for joining us. Um, you guys and girls, feel free to leave a comment in the audio messages or find me on 
Find me anywhere on social media. But until then, everybody, thanks for coming by, saying hi, and as always, everybody, do the right thing and keep it positive. Haz lo correcto y sé positivo.